This is a podcast from Rover. Well, Dr. Helen Patterson is a woman on a mission, a mission to improve access to health services for rural women. She and her nurse offsider, Alice Van Zeel, they drive a women's health bus that travels across Otago and Southland, and it offers gynaecological services to women that may have to travel very long distances just to see a doctor. And she joins us now. Helen, lovely to talk to you. How are you? I'm doing great, thanks very much. When did you start off working with this mobile bus clinic? So the first design was, I think, 2018. At, uh, we started the idea. We've now been on the road for five years. At, um, obviously, we had a little bit of a blip there with COVID, so at, I think we're just sort of getting back on our feet and doing some of the things we really want to achieve. Mm, yeah, that would have held things back. I mean, I imagine, uh, you know, you start to get a bit of momentum into what you're doing, and then, of course, some, you know, you'd have to park it up for a bit, I suppose. Uh, a little bit, yeah. We were very lucky that we were able to go out and provide some care at, at, at during that time, and um, we actually got a, a grant from the Ministry of Women to it really help those people who, of course, you know, travel was a real problem during that time. So that that was really nice. But right at the beginning, we had a, yeah, a little bit of a a, a, um, a blip in the plan. So, what was the idea behind it? Why bring this clinic to rural areas? So I uh, used to work in the hospital and um, in Dunedin, and we were uh, basically providing colposcopy services to Otago. Uh, so essentially, if you live uh, in central Otago uh, and beyond, because you know we serve up to Hast, uh, um, people would have to drive to Dunedin for their 30-minute appointment. So you mm. go and get a smear from your GP. Now uh, it's great because you can actually do a self-swab with an HPV. Uh, you don't even have to... Uh, do a smear, you get that result and then you get referred to the colposcopy clinic and then somehow you've got to manage the fact that you've got four children, one car at, at, between all of you and it, you've got to get down to Dunedin which is three and a half hours away, have a half hour appointment and then drive back three and a half hours at, and at that was supposed to be reducing adverse outcomes for people. So, you know, we were trying to reduce it, 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 illness and death from cervical cancer. And I'm like, I actually think I might be making things worse for them by making them drive. Mm. At, um, but also all the barriers and the, the difficulties that people told me about in terms of getting there. So um, I then at, it, um, stopped working in that role at, and changed what I was doing. And my partner said to me, what do you want to do? And I said, I really want to get a mobile service up and running. And um, so at, I talked to Alice about it, who I was working at the time. And at, um, the description is that I came up with the idea and she made it work. Ah, right. Brilliant. And it's Betty the bus, isn't it? Betty the bus, yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Um, do you let women um, sort of know, obviously you, you, you advertise the fact before, hand that you're going to be arriving in said place on said date? So we have a number of different things that we do. Uh, we have a contract for the hospital where we're actually providing care closer to home. So those people who were having to travel, at um, now uh, we're doing clinics in Wanaka, Queenstown, Clyde, Awamaro, at, um, at we've been at, at, to Balclusa, Gore, at, to try and reduce some of that travel time for people. At, and then we also do clinics which are at... Um, at going out regularly at, at once a month at, to Ohomaro at Cromwell, at which are our regular kind of what I think of as private gynaecology clinics. At, and then we also do events. So um, at, that depends on at where a community needs us. 
So we've been uh, invited uh, to Waikaya uh, and um, uh, we've been a number of different places uh, around uh, the region uh, when people are saying they need it. We've been to shearing events. At, um, we went to a 24-hour shearathon at, at Moa Flat. At, and so that that all is a little bit uh, around at, um, some some event organiser or people saying to us, look, it'd be really great if you could come. And then we uh, try and get fundraising to be able to then provide free care in those areas. Yeah, that's a good idea because uh, you've got a mate, Craig Wiggins, who's got a um, like a, a men's health truck. I and, know, Craig. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, and he great. does similar yeah. things. Yeah, which is yeah. For, for, for blokes, obviously, which is which is brilliant, you know. And um, breaks down a lot of barriers I think too kind of doing it at events and stuff like that and uh, you know um, what, what about though um, if people need a follow up with a, with a specialist do you also sort of help with that or, or, or does that sort of come under something else? Yeah, so we we do, um, but the problem is at, um, that we have to fund ourselves somewhere. So we don't we're a non profit making, but no. we still have to pay for it. Um, at, and so at, you know that requires us to then at, at charge a cost for people, um, and that can be a barrier. So for some people it's not. For some people it's cheaper to see someone in your community than to at, pay that travel cost. Um, there's a study done in 2016 that looked at if you had your clinic appointment in Dunstan versus at, in Dunedin, the difference in cost for you at, it, uh, was at, you know $80 versus $700. So mm. that travel cost uh, can be a barrier for people and they, they may choose to pay to see us. Uh, but we also accept donations so that we can offset the costs for people. So people who can't afford to pay at, and who at, have a, at, at a need um, uh, may contact us. And if we've got funds available, then we will provide it for them for a, a lower cost or even no cost, uh, depending on uh, the situation. Right, yeah. Yeah, and depending on how full the coffers are, I suppose, at the time exactly. as well. So, so, so donations is one way. How else does the um, service get funded, Helen? Um, so we, we have a contract with Fatawara at, for providing um, coposcopy, and so we uh, we do that. And then we have um, it, it, you know, in, obviously people insurance at, um, at, at you know with medical insurance can pay through those uh, right. ways. Yeah. Okay. That's uh, great. Right. Um, and we're always you know looking at at. At other at opportunities, so we've also put in uh, research grant applications to try and say, you know, can we go and test this and see how it works? So, you know, we're presently waiting to hear whether we it, um, get a health research council grant. Right. Well, all the best with that. I mean, um, when we look at, um, I guess, rural versus urban women in terms of, um, you know, a gynaecological health, uh, what what are we looking at in terms of um, the disparity here? A, a, a rural women more poorly off in general terms? Well, they have less access um, and they generally um, are focused on, uh, you know, looking after their whanau and it uh, maybe don't prioritise themselves. We don't actually have really good data because the problem is that if you're not actually getting into the system, you don't get counted. Right. So, so it, um, you know, we, we see barriers. Uh, people describe barriers to us. Uh, but uh, actually, how do you count that? It um, is a little bit uh, difficult. If you look at um, it, it from a, a standpoint of screening, then certainly there is it more barriers for rural uh, 
people accessing screening. Um, and that's one thing that you can look at because we have all the data for that. Um, and we're actually uh, working with cervical screening to say, you know, if you've got an area that uh, where there's a group of people that need it, we can just drive out and go do things if, it, it, you know, if it's necessary. So one of the uh, things we've been doing is working with Uru Fenua, which is a, a Māori health provider in Alex. And we're hoping that at 2024 season, we'll be able to go and run some clinics for shearing gangs after they finish their day it, it, and they'll be able to come and see us and get their cervical screen done uh, because we know that there's a, a, a lack of access for them. But it's difficult to find where, where so, we, you know, if, if there is a problem, we really want to hear about it because it, it, if you, you know, there's a lot of things that are missing because they're silent it, it, and it, we need people to speak up and say this is a problem so we can try and fix it. Yeah, and, and as you said, be registered, I suppose, is one of the big things um, to do. So, yeah. you know, registered with a doctor, you know? Yeah, well, but it's very difficult at the moment, right? Because it, the reality is there's a lot of uh, general practices that uh, don't have GPs, aren't accepting new people. Mm. Um, and it, a lot of specialists uh, uh, you have to be referred to. So we have a self-referral system. So it, we basically have a, a website online and you can refer yourself online. We'd love to have more information, but we don't want it to be a barrier. So, you know, if someone wants to phone us up at, at, and book an appointment, we don't say you have to have seen someone else beforehand. Yeah, which is great. So you're basically breaking down barriers. You're trying to make life easier in this regard for rural women uh, is effectively what, what I would suggest the mandate is or the, you know, uh, at least in the, um, the, the practical reality of it, that is what you're doing. Yeah, so I mean, we, we frame it as we're trying to uh, reduce uh, uh, inequity. Uh, um, but yeah, we what we want to do is we want to uh, identify people who need care uh, and have got some barrier to accessing it and then uh, to try and break down whatever that barrier is, uh, which often is uh, distance and we can do that easily because we have wheels and we can drive there. Uh, um, but sometimes there's some other aspects to it as well. And one of the things is looking after the person. So we have a very much a view that, you know, if you uh, come and see us, it, it, we're here to look after you. We're not here to treat you as a problem. It, it, so we, we want to actually it, it provide care and make someone feel better. Great. Um, and are there other places in New Zealand that have similar services? Um, so there isn't a, a women's health bus as such, at, um, but there are a number of places at, that are trying to get out at, in, into the community and provide care. And there are a few people who have been contacting us and, and talking about at, getting buses up and running at, at, in this regard. I was just talking to someone interestingly uh, last week on the West Coast at, um, who's looking at it. Um, and I think we, you know, we we really, one of the benefits maybe that we showed with uh, COVID was that we can get out to people, uh, we can go and people do actually want care uh, and so uh, then there's a demand for it and we can uh, start to uh, then supply that demand by going. Um, so it's nice to have uh, different people looking at what the right thing for their community is and how they can break down the barriers in their community uh, to be able to provide better care. Well, keep up the good work. And uh, I know that um, you know a lot of people have certainly reported really good things. If people are wanting to find out more uh, about your service uh, around the Otago Southland area, um, is, there a, is there a sort of a one-stop shop they can go to to get the info? Well, our website's probably the best one. I do my best to keep it at, at, up to date as possible. Good so on you. At, at, um, at womenshealth.nz, and it's an A, not an E, because we look after people, not groups. At, at, and um, 
And, and so, you know, that's where, where most of the info is. But we also have a Facebook page, which we're often posting if we're going to be going somewhere and doing right. something. Let's hope that, um, you know, the service gets all the resource it needs to uh, to continue. Thank you, Helen, for your time. Much appreciated. Thank you very much.